The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The beaches will be packed, the barbecues sizzling as a mini heat wave is expected this weekend. Uh, but <laughs> will it amount to a cloudy disappointment? And um, those without water are rejoicing in the fact that they've got the water back uh, just in time. Also, I don't know how many of you came into the capital or into the other cities around the country this morning. Uh, not quite tumbleweed blowing down the main streets of our capital, but it was very quiet. Um, I- I'm sure all the phone calls went in this morning saying uh, good morning boss uh, I'll be remote working today yeah you will <laughs> anyway uh, I'm sure it's evident in all the major conurbations that people are staying home today to enjoy some good weather now to tell us all about what is in store we're joined by Evelyn Cusack head of forecasting in Met Aaron uh, good morning Evelyn good morning Pat on this beautiful sunny day now tell me is it going to last it's going to last yeah um First of all, the weekend, obviously today, beautiful everywhere and tomorrow, a little bit cloudier on Sunday. So Saturday is slightly the better day, uh, the warmest day, temperature 17 to 21 degrees. Sunday, a little bit cooler and northwesterly, a bit more cloud. But it looks like um, with high pressure blocking out the Atlantic rain belts, it's going to be fine for next week. Now, Pat, as you know, the 1st of June is the first day of meteorological summer. So Metairn are now doing uh, guiding monthly forecasts. So it looks uh, like from our modelling that the first week in June anyway looks pretty good. An easterly airflow, dry, uh, good sunshine. And really, even for the second week of June, we'd be reasonably certain there's going to be easterly an airflow coming in from the continent as opposed to from the Atlantic risk of thundery showers. But really, it looks quite summery for the next two weeks, yeah. if that's if that's a good guide. It's extraordinary that everyone you talk to about their leaving cert, they'll talk about yeah. leaving cert weather. They always remember having to go into the exam hall on a lovely, lovely day for everybody else while they had to get the, 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 the pen and the set square out to, to conduct their maths exam or whatever it was. What is the typical weather? Is there such a thing as typical sunny exam weather? Well, we've, we, our, our climatologists have looked back through it. So uh, it's a sort of 50-50 pat. I, I think we always remember it's a very traumatic time for all of us. So it, it really stands out, of course, when it's combined. You see all your, friend, your friends from other classes out playing out in the sunshine. So uh, we always resent having to stay in and study. But look, it's, it's uh, leaving search weather now. But as I said, there's hope for when it's, uh, you know, that there will be more fine weather to come. Now, we'll be talking about water safety in a a moment. But what is the water temperature? Uh, I mean, we don't peak um, until well after the summer, I suppose, in the water temperature as the summer allows the heat sink that are our seas to to warm up. What's the current water temperature? Yeah, so the temperature um, is about 14 at the moment. So it's it's, we're coming out of the the coldest temperature, sea temperatures are in February, actually, as you know, the sea is, uh, you know, absorbs the, the heat slower. So the peak in water temperatures around Ireland is uh, during August, when we can get up to 17 or 18 degrees, which, you know, is cold by uh, continental standards. But look, 
in order to get hurricane force winds, you need ter- uh, sea temperatures at 27. So that's why we don't get those. So uh, the sea is pretty chilly at the moment. So uh, another thing just to mention about the sun index, it's six now. So at the peak of the summer in Ireland, which 21st of June into all of July is seven to eight, but you can burn in at the moment and typical burn time is, uh, you know, for a very pale skin is about half an hour to an hour. And just people think high noon is at 12, but actually high noon in Dublin is 1.20 p.m. and in Clifton it's 1.40 p.m. So you can burn, you know, the high burn times are between 11 a.m. and about 3 p.m. So that's the, you know, if you can take shade. And, you know, you get reflection from the water, you get reflection from the sand as well. So keep well into the shade. Now, Evelyn, there are people uh, who have booked their summer holiday. And they are in the Algarve at the moment and they're looking enviously back home at the temperatures here. Uh, People in in Italy last week um, experienced lots of rain. I mean, showery rain, but torrential rain nonetheless. What is going on? Well, quite often uh, we've got the Azores High up towards us. It's called the Azores High because it's normally there. So it's it's up towards Ireland now. And that generally uh, results in low pressure, uh, sort of showery, bad weather, if you like, further south, which is in over the Mediterranean and to the north of Europe. And, you know, we always, you know, when people come back from the holidays, you know, we always love saying, oh, it's been beautiful here. So fine weather in Ireland can generally mean uh, sort of more showery weather in the continent uh, further south, but um, it's it's already started very hot in Europe. Unfortunately, uh, in April in in the south of Spain, they got temperatures up to thirty eight degrees. So you know it's any time the summer now with uh, global warming, really the heat continental heat waves are on the increase. Now I hope we don't get another severe one this year, but uh, certainly Spain has peaked very early anyway. Yeah, and and their rain um, is uncharacteristic as well. So they they're getting the kind of extremes they do not want. With with the, with a, a warmer atmosphere, you get much more um, moisture, obviously, in in the air, and you're getting this severe weather. I mean, you're talking about two hundred millimeters of rain. Those awful, dreadful floodings. So you know, I, I hope Ireland doesn't get those. Our typical rain, heavy rain, would be sort of fifty millimeters. If we get a tropical storm uh, offshoot, we can occasionally get up mm. to hundred millimeters. So it really is, you know, torrential. It can be yeah. really dreadful thunderstorm activity and, and, and lightning. F- finally, Evelyn, are, are you guys in the Met Office keeping an eye on the Gulf Stream? You know, stories that it's weakening, and we ca- could end up with a. a climate like that of Newfoundland. Lots of um, snow and ice. Well, ho- hopefully not. But uh, there, there's a cold pool in the Atlantic, uh, North Atlantic at the moment, and that can affect our jet stream. Look, it's, it's, it's not noticeable at this stage, but it's always been a possibility. It's more a medium term thing, hopefully. So it's it's all to play for. As you know, it's a really complex system and our weather in Ireland is affected uh, by global 
um, you know, global circulations. And just one more, one more thing on the, uh, weather for the next few weeks. Madeira now have a mountain and hiking forecast, if you like, for all the mountains and the hills in Ireland. You can get it on the website and on the app. And the big thing for, uh, be summer ready campaign this year is plan and prepare. So you've got, you can burn in cloud and you can also on mountains, even even if it feels chilly, you can yeah. burn, and also you can suddenly get low cloud descending. So please check the forecast. Uh, it's hour by hour now for all the mountains and hills in Ireland. Evelyn Cusack, Head of Forecasting at Medair, and thank you very much. Listening to all of that, Jared O'Flynn, Director of Operation with the Irish Coast Guard. Jared, uh, good morning. Uh, good morning, Pat, and uh, thanks to Evelyn for that very of the weather situation. Uh, if I might just pick up on your introductory remarks, it's an opportunity for me to maybe remind the listeners that we are indebted to the volunteer service we get in the country, be they Coast Guard volunteers, community intro rescue boats, our rescue coordination centres were on duty 24-7 over the weekend in Malin, Valencia and Dublin, and our own helicopter crews, and of course the people in Medairn. Uh, just to add very briefly to El- in addition to checking weather, could I also check tides and the uh, the knowledge if you don't have it already? To now your com- line is going in and out. We'll try and uh, sort that out because uh, uh, we'd like to get this information as accurately as we can to our listeners. Uh, Donna Cooney, Green Party councillor in Clontarf, is joining us as well. Uh, Donna, good morning. Good morning, Pat. And it is a glorious morning, isn't it? Lovely. Absolutely lovely. <laughs> now, now you were, um, you, well, part of where you operate was without water. Uh, Irish Water have fixed it very quickly. I mean, 2 a.m. they had everything uh, sealed and repaired again. And in the meantime, they had water supplies, temporary water supplies made available in various areas. Uh, so uh, it's kind of a bad news story that turned good very quickly. Yeah, I just have to say thank you to Dublin City Council workers who are doing it on behalf of Irish Water. They quickly got set work and they kept working through the night and got the supply on. I mean, there was big concerns, I suppose, for, for people, for uh, more more vulnerable uh, customers, which I know they, they do do contact directly if the water's out for any more than six hours but I mean I was being contacted by people because uh, there wasn't even any bottled water left in the shops because obviously those Mm -hmm. that can get there quickly were able to to get their supplies up so they did put the water out um, last night and that was to resume again I assume at at 9am this morning now there might be a small number but like the CRC um, I was on to them this morning and they they had some supplies but they were only doing you know, keeping for essentials. And so I'm glad that to see that it's back on just in time that we can hydrate and away our, our sunscreen for, for this, uh, for the, the good weather, now, weather now weekend. Donna, so um, we'll be talking to Jared again because uh, I think his line has improved about, uh, you know, safety when you're in the water this weekend. You are um, a year round swimmer, I believe. I am a year-round swimmer and um, we, we swim actually in a group and we, we have a WhatsApp group. We, we're very conscious of, of water safety um, and, you know, we, we would, you know, we would hear to sort of the, the water safety. So we would never swim, never swim alone. Um, you know, don't swim out too far. If, you know, try and swim, swim along the coast, we would follow all those sort of safety regulations. Yeah. Now, and the question I want to ask you, have you seen any of the jellyfish that are reported? I haven't seen 
those cauliflower looking ones um, we've actually had lines we've actually had some jellyfish quite early on and there was some stranded along the beach um, back even in, in, in like the end of March or in the April and what are we doing with jellyfish and people did get stung I tried to keep away from the boys they tend to they tend to hang around the, the there's boys out at sea uh, and they tend to hang around those um, the tentacles but we were we were joking about having to wear our our tights and, and things in the water to try and protect ourselves um, you know they're lovely looking but I mean it's not nice to get sick but I see those those ones I, I was reading up about the, um, the they don't actually sing those unusual ones that they have in the water but yeah we have had more jellyfish and earlier than usual as well so I don't know why that is because apparently the water temperature isn't um, and it, I haven't felt it to be any any uh, warm and I, I was swimming like it in 2.4 degrees yeah, right. in February. Okay so, Donna well you're yeah. going to have lovely weather for your early morning uh, swims from uh, it looks like for the first couple of weeks in June anyway Donna Cooney Green Party Councillor in Clontarf thank you Jared O'Flynn uh, is back with us on a, 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 an improved line I believe. Jared, you want to give us some guidelines for those who take to the water this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. Just in addition to Evan's points in, in terms of checking the weather, also check the tides and always be familiar with whether the tide is, you know, as we say, coming in or going out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, couple, a couple of teams in terms of people who go on the water in boating or any such activity, no life jacket, no excuse. Always, always wear a life jacket. But you know, we, all the information suggests that there's much more discipline attached to that area now. The other area is that if, um, if you do get into difficulty, stay afloat and have a means of raising uh, raising uh, the alarm. For people going out on boats, don't just rely on a mobile phone. A mobile phone is fine as a backup, but do please have um, a VHF radio or what we call a PLB, a person locator beacon. So it's uh, stay afloat, stay in communication. In terms of swimming, never swim alone uh, and only swim in areas that are lifeguard protected or areas that you're, you're familiar with. Not every beach has a lifeguard, we know that but only swim in areas that, um, that with which you're familiar. And if you are swimming, try and ensure that somebody ashore is monitoring your activity. Yeah. Uh, the other one part that I like to highlight is use of inflatable toys. I'm not talking about advanced uh, equipment, but things like lilos. They are very, very dangerous in any form of water, be it the sea, lakes or rivers. Please only keep them in your back garden if you have them. They are very, very dangerous, and there have been some tragedies attached uh, to infl- inflatable toys. Coastal walks, uh, only go in areas that you're familiar with. Don't go exploring, because uh, over the winter time, areas can change, areas that are not marked. And if you're bringing a dog, keep the dog on a leash. Uh, it's for the dog's protection, and also you're walking in areas of farmland, etc., and you can upset animals unnecessarily. So keep your dogs in, in on, on a leash. That's a kind of a long hit list, but I hope I'm not confusing you. Very helpful, I think, yeah, Jared. Thank you very much for joining us, Jared O'Flynn, Director of Operations with the Irish Coast Guard. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.